it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Corny Dogs and Brisket, they're classics at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. But one man is on a mission to create the tastiest, most indulgent, and viral combinations that visitors can't get enough of. The Midway Gourmet Dominic Palmieri joins me to preview his craziest food items like a hot Cheeto cheese dill pickle pizza, try saying that 10 times in a row, and desserts that will have you trending on Instagram. And we're doing it thanks to our sponsor, Tacovas, sellers of the best cowboy boots and Western apparel that honors the true spirit of the rodeo. And after the interview today, Mary Martinez will be joining us for a conversation sponsored by Tacovas on how you can visit their Houston area stores for handmade Western boots and apparel that will get you ready for rodeo season. Plus, I'll have another Tacovas tip of the day. It's Wednesday, February 28th. I'm Rahil Ramzanali, and here's what Houston's talking about. Oh, I am so excited for y'all to hear and experience the Midway Gourmet himself. Dominic, what's up? Welcome into CityCast Houston. How are you? Man, what's up, Rahil? In Houston, we are back. Houston, we are ready to rodeo. This is your favorite, right? Houston Rodeo has to be number one for you. You're traveling, by the way, year-round, you know, going to all sorts of carnivals, rodeos, fairs, events, all this, but the Houston Rodeo is number one for you. Houston Rodeo is number one. We love it down here. You know, I've been here for about nine days. We've been setting up and we're visiting all of our friends, all the restaurants that we go see. Mm -hmm. You know, we got this little clique of restaurant owners that we've grown to know over the years. And uh, they come and visit us at the rodeo. We go visit them at the restaurants. We love Houston. It's, it's just a great place to be, especially this time of year. And we're just excited for rodeo. Can you explain that to listeners? Because I don't think they understand what goes into one preparing the fairgrounds and the carnival and all that. Because your company, the one that you work with, they're responsible for a lot of the stuff that people see heading in to the stadium, right? Like you see the rides, the stalls, all that. Explain that real quickly because I didn't know about it. So I, I know a lot of people don't know. Sure. So Ray Kamek shows RCS is the carnival provider for the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. We're based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and we move an entire city over 300 loads, move approximately 1,200 miles to get to Houston. And that would be rides, games, food, all the support equipment, the generators, the all the, the midway beautification stuff. So all those beautiful tables and trees and umbrellas and all the great creature comforts that we put out on the midway, all of that comes 1,200 miles away. And mm. it takes us a full 45 days to move the entire show here. Wow. I didn't know it took that long. I thought you guys have it down to a science. You're done in like one week. You're good to go. But 45 days. 45 days. So we got to remember it's over 300 loads and mm. it's two it's two days each direction, right? So we got a bunch of trucks that are going each direction, dropping off equipment, coming back, picking up equipment. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, a a very military precise operation yeah. to make that work. By the way, a little a little fun stat right here for you. It's approximately 
I'm just to say approximately 355,000 miles from Houston to the moon. <laughs> it takes RCS Carnival over 380,000 miles to move the entire show here. Wow. How many shows are y'all doing a year? Uh, we do six events a year. Yeah. So we Man. stay busy. We're, and, but most of our events are like this one. They're long. They're, you know, three to four weekends. Yeah. So, you know, it's about a week and a half of setting up, you know, three to four weeks of operating and about a week to tear down. And then, you know, a week or two to move. So we stay busy. Oh, staying busy. One of the best things y'all do is the food. And this is where you come in, the Midway Gourmet. You've got the best recommendations. You're constantly in the kitchen creating some new food items for us, uh, taking advantage of all the hot trends to make sure that when we get out to the rodeo, we're going to leave happy with a stuffed belly and some great memories of that food we ate. So I want to jump into this right away, okay? Because there are a lot of good recommendations. What's your best recommendation for a traditional Midway food? So that's a great question. So remember, traditional Midway foods changed a lot over the past 15 years. So the traditional Midway food was a corn dog, was cotton candy, uh, caramel apples, candy apples. Now, of course, we have the deep fried everything stand, deep fried Oreos mm -hmm. and cheesecake and deep fried butter and what have you. And a corn dog just isn't a corn dog anymore. So if you want a great traditional corn dog, we have those. But you want to try something really unique and different, we've got them now with gourmet pecan smoked sausages. So instead of using a hot dog, we use a gourmet sausage. And then after we dip it in that golden batter and it comes out all what we call GBD golden brown and delicious mm – -hmm. We can then, we will then put on top of it hot melted cheddar cheese and oh. crunchy and crunchy flaming hot Cheetos. We'll do all kinds of different crazy things. So you can get a really wild and wacky gourmet uh, corn dog or you can get a traditional one. There's something for everyone when you come to the rodeo. Oh, that sounds so good. One of my favorite things is the wild over the top items that you create. So you got to tell me what are some of the new items that you've been working on? And tell me how this all started because the Midway Gourmet, this this identity, this brand that you have is part of this like creating wild new items. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to tell you, I, I got the name, uh, the Midway Gourmet from a very, very dear media professional that worked in the Houston market for years, Cleverly Stone. Unfortunately, she's not with us anymore. Mm. And one morning it was 4 a.m. And she's, she's looking at all the food and she says, Dominic, what do I call you? You're like, this is like the most gourmet stuff I've ever seen. Like, well, I'm the carnival guy with, you know, the food carnival guy. She goes, I can't call you the food carnival guy. This is just way too gourmet. And I said, well, we're on the Midway. And she said, that's it. You are now officially the Midway gourmet. Oh, so it was that. here, here in Houston that I got the name and it just, it stuck. So when you're watching TV or food network or cooking channel, which I do a lot of uh, episodes on those uh, on TV as well, you'll see me in a very adorned red chef coat, totally embroidered from tippy top to tippy toe. It's got all the fun things all over it. They kind of call me and say, Hey, you look more like a NASCAR chef than you do a cooking <laughs> chef, but it's fun. To, it's, it's fun to, to kind of showcase and feature all the things that we do. But that's how I got the name, the Midway Gourmet. What I'm going to say on the RCS Carnival, we have our entire family that does the food. And then we bring in several operators that travel with us all year long as well. And I want to tell you that they're the most creative uh, some of the most professional, when I say food professionals in the food space that are not only 
deep dive into the flavor profiles and all the different things that to experiment with foods, but deep dive in social media. We go out and we research. We do a lot of what I say. We go to different towns and we go to different restaurants and we get some of our um, inspiration sometimes from local restaurants. They may have a great food item that we says, wow, this is really good, but wow, could we make this better if we put mm. it on a stick and maybe deep fried it, right? That's how we kind of get to these things. Other things I'm going to tell you come to our mind in the weirdest and wackiest things. And I'm going to share one with you right now. One of the new things debuting on the Carnival Midway is called the Dole Whip Pickle Split. What? So I know. So we know about a traditional banana split, right? With ice cream, you cut the banana in half, put ice cream on it, three different flavors, whipped cream, nuts, you know, chocolate. Well, the pickle split instead of the banana, it's a huge dill pickle sliced in half long ways. That would be like your banana. Okay. And then in the middle of it, it's topped with the pineapple Dole Whip ice cream, right? Because we love the pineapple Dole Whip. It's just so refreshing. So the acid from the pickle, along with the sweetness and the acid from the pineapple, it's a great flavor combination. And then, of course, it's got sour fruit spaghetti strings on it, and it's got all different kinds of toppings or what have you. That's going to be over by the big La Grande Ferris wheel. It's over on that side, the big giant Ferris wheel. Yeah, that's called Nitro Treats. That's at the Dole Whip stand, but it's going to be super unique. And you're only going to be able to come and try it here at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Okay, I've tried a lot of your creations. I go every year with our good friend, culture map writer, Ken Hoffman. We do a tour of all the food. I've tried hot Cheeto everything. I've tried sour stuff. This one, Dominic, I think you you lost me on this one, but I am going to try it. I'm going to try it tonight. Okay. But ooh, come on. Yeah. You're going to bring your stretchy pants too, because we're going to eat <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. So, you know, those are just some of the wild, wacky things, but you know, um, we'd like to do twists on traditional things as well. Mm -hmm. So let's just talk about that. So if you're a traditionalist and you want a great slice of New York style pizza, you come to Enzo's Pizzeria right here on Circle Drive on the Carnival Midway, and you can get a great slice of cheese, pepperoni, or sausage. Okay, that's great. But you want to try something really cool. We also do a meat one, a sausage and pepperoni with Mike's hot honey. So, you know, we're kind of pushing the limits and we're doing different things. And also, I want you to know, Raheel, that last year we played with it here and invented it here. We came up with the hot Cheeto cheese pickle pizza. 
Yes, that was good. Yeah. Oh, it was. It, so we didn't really advertise it. We kind of just ran it on social media. It got a lot of legs because everybody on social media started talking about it and they were coming to the rodeo looking for this pickle pizza. Well, let me describe it to you a little bit because you, it, because when you describe it, you understand how it works because this changes your life of everything you've ever understood or known about pizza because of the flavor components. And I'm going to tell you there's what's interesting about it is the Cheetos not only give a component of the spiciness, but texture. Pizza normally does not have crunchy texture on as a topping. So the Cheetos do that. So we start the, we start our pizza dough with a white dill cream sauce. So it's not a red sauce. It's a white dill cream sauce. Top it with loads of fresh mozzarella cheese. And then it gets a ton of these extra thick crinkle cut dill pickles. Mm. They're lightly brined. They're nice and crispy. We cover the whole pizza with it. And then we bake the pizza. When the pizza comes out, we, you know, we grind up and we top the crunchy flaming hot Cheetos. And then we finish it with a drizzle of the ranch dill sauce. The components of the acid from the pickles, the crunchiness and the spice from the, um, from the Cheetos. And then you get the fat because, you know, you need three components, salt, fat, and acid to make yeah. your taste buds just dance. Well, the fattiness comes from not only the cheese, but that ranch dill sauce. When you put them all together, it is one perfect flavor that just melts in your mouth. And you're like, wow, this is just so good. And it, it was one of those crazy things we tried and it, it just grabbed legs and it went. And so it's on the menu officially this year. At Enzo's. At Enzo's Pizzeria, yes. That sounds so good. I had a chance to eat that last year. It was fantastic. Give me some more wild stuff you've been working on. Okay, so we're going to do a Texas Twinkie. Some of you have seen it, but not everybody's heard about it. So this is a giant spicy jalapeno cored out and stuffed with beef brisket, mm. cream cheese, and then it's wrapped in bacon. Then it goes in the smoker and they smoke it. And when it comes out and you bite into it, you got all that creaminess of the cream cheese. You got that smoky beef brisket. Of course, the, that nice bacon on the outside for a little bit of char crunch. And then of course, you know, that brisket when you bite into it and it's really, really good. And you're going to, um, you're going to find that right here at our big barbecue stand on Circle Drive. I love that one. Why didn't you deep fry that one after it was smoked? You know, Normally to deep fry, you want to put it in a batter kind of deal. So they've got it perfected. Yeah. And, and, and I had one, I had one last year and it was just so good the way it, the way it was. So, um, I, I'm sure that everybody that comes out to try it is going to absolutely love it. Yep. And that's yeah. one of the savory ones. Um, we'll talk about the, we also have a spicy pork wing. So we've got these little pork drummies. So instead of chicken wings, we now have pork drummies. And this is a spicy pork drummy that uh, it is meaty. It's, it's the bottom part of the, of the shank and it's got the perfect amount of meat. So you bite into it. It's meaty. It's all coated in the, uh, in the uh, spicy sauce. Uh, you're going to love those. So the spicy pork wings, um, over at our other pizza stand, wild card pizza, we got a Texas barbecue slice. So if you're looking for something that's a little more traditional with pizza and you want maybe some Texas barbecue on it, you can get one of those. Okay. Pork drummies. That was something I wasn't prepared for. I didn't know pork, you know, I didn't know pigs have wings. All right. When pigs fly, I guess, right. That's the same, but that's really cool that you're experimenting with different types of cuts and different types of items. What is your best selling item, by the way? 
Well, I'm going to say that the corn dog would be number one okay. on the at, at the rodeo. Number two would be the turkey leg and sausage. You know, those are pretty. They run pretty close. You know, seconds. And then you know, then you get into all your other sort of traditional stuff. You know, pizza, nachos, hot dogs. You know, funnel cakes. You know, the sweets are really the sweets are popular. You know, when you when you talk about that, it's become one of the staple things to do when you come to the rodeo, right? Because you want to go grazing and you want to go try all these different things from sweets to meats to treats, all of them. And you just start at one end Mm -hmm. and you work your way all around circle drive when you're coming into the carnival and just, just go, just go grazing. That's what I say. Go grazing. That's the tip I've been giving all of our listeners. It's graze, split it with a bunch of people so you can try everything. That's a tip I learned from you, the professional, the man who's there every (laughs) single day. Now, you know me, you've known me for a few years now. You know, I have a sweet tooth. You know, I love the wild creations you create, but I also love the traditional stuff like deep fried butter, deep fried cheesecake. Those are my go-tos. I'm excited for this year's wild creation. What do you got for me when we hit the sweets? Oh, yeah. So this year, it's all about the funnel cake. And I'm going to tell you that the peaches and cream, yeah, peaches and cream funnel cake. And it is so good. You know, what's interesting about it is, you know, normally a traditional plain funnel cake is just powdered sugar. Then you got powdered sugar and you have whipped cream. And then a lot of people do them with strawberries. Now, strawberries are sweet, but they're a little, have a little bit of an acidic bite to them, right? The peaches is just this soft, delicate, mm. and it's a bigger piece because the peaches are larger slices than the cut up little strawberries. So it's a different feel in your mouth when you're actually eating the funnel cake and you have these larger chunks of the peaches. They are so good. I could not stop eating this. I had to back away from the funnel cake. Dominic, back away from the funnel cake. <laughs> so are the peaches hot or cold? The peaches are cold. Oh, so you get a nice cold, cold, hot combo there. Oh, that yes, sounds yeah. so good. So the funnel cake is piping hot because look, we're selling so many. They come out of the fryer as fast as they're coming out. They're going out the window. Then of course it gets that ice cold, fresh cream, whipped cream, and then it gets topped with the peaches and it's just the perfect combination. Oh, I can't wait to try that one. What other sweet items are you recommending? I've already given my praise of the deep fried cheesecake and deep fried butter. You converted me to deep fried butter a few years ago. Any other items that our listeners should try out when it comes to desserts? Yeah. So this is a fun one. So this is actually a craft soda float. And are you ready for this? It's called the Barbalicious float. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, there's a little background behind this. So when we started the season, the middle of the season last year, when the Barbie movie came out, we have a lot of family that's out here working. And I have a lot of nieces that are like ages five to 15. And it was all the rage. The girls have been watching that movie and they still continue to watch the movie. So said, Uncle Dom, Uncle Dom, you got to find, we got to do something. And so we ended up creating a pink bubblegum soda and we top it with fresh cream, whipped cream. Of course, it gets the carnival magic with sprinkles and then it gets a giant um, pink and white lollipop. And so you got this great whimsical lollipop. You got the craft soda with the whipped cream. And as the whipped cream is melting into the soda, you know, it's kind of like that orange 50-50 kind of thing. You get that kind of component to it, but it's a pink bubblegum craft soda. Super popular last year. We think this is going to go really, really well this year uh, in Houston. And you can find that in Kittyland. Uh, at the candy factory. And so that's something a little bit different than a traditional sweet. But of course, we have all the wild and wacky 
caramel apples and candy apples and we do candy apples with tahini. We do candy apples with Cheetos. We do caramel apples with Cheetos. And I'm going to tell you, they're really, really good, but you got to come down to the rodeo to try it. What I love about the rodeo is we create traditions. And when you come with your family, I don't care what kind of foods you like, what part of the world you're from, you can find something because there's something for everyone. The foods that you're going to love, you'll continue to come back and try those year after year, build those traditions. But the best part is you get to try the new ones and create new traditions with your family. You just come and spend the day. But I'm going to tell you, you want to come early. Come before spring break. The first 10 days of the rodeo, I love because the crowds aren't that busy, right? Mm -hmm. So you can get in here. You can come on a weekend. You can come on a weekday. And you can see so much. And it gives you time to experience a lot of the rodeo, but it gives you a chance to come back and see it again. All right, Dominic, I think you prepared all of our listeners properly to take advantage of the classics, of the wild creations that you've been working on. I'm so excited that everyone had a chance to hear it from you like I do every single year. And I can't wait to see everybody out there. And I'll see you soon as well. I can't wait to eat. I can't wait to see you as well. I'm just saying, come hungry and bring your stretchy pants because it's going to be a great experience tonight. That was the Midway Gourmet, Dominic Palmieri. And listeners, don't go anywhere. In just a second, I've got a segment sponsored by Tacovas where CityCast content director Will Fulton is chatting with Mary Martinez, the Houston area manager, about how to get rodeo ready at your local Tacova stores here in H-Town. And then I will also have your Tacovas tip of the day. I'm Will Fulton, content director at CityCast, here with Mary Martinez, the Houston area manager for Tacovas who sell handmade cowboy boots, Western apparel, a ton of amazing gear and accessories. Mary, thanks for joining us today on CityCast Houston. What's going on? Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. 100%. I have had the pleasure of visiting several Tacoba stores around the country. It is always a great time. I think the first thing I want to bring up is that smell of the boots and the leather goods that hits you as soon as you walk in. I honestly wish I could bottle that smell and bring it around with me everywhere I go. It's the best. Yes, it is amazing. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your Houston locations, where they are, and what makes the shopping experience there so enjoyable, aside from the spells, obviously? Absolutely. So we have three locations in Houston. We have our Rice Village, City Center, and one store in the Woodlands. And what I love about all of our stores is how welcoming they are. We offer boot shines, complimentary drinks, and custom boot fittings. You can also customize your boots with branding or hot stamping. So it's truly a one-of-a-kind experience when you come in to shop with us. That's amazing. And, you know, I'm glad you brought up the beverages, too, because another thing I love about the stores, you give out free drinks, even whiskey, which for me obviously makes shopping a little bit easier, I would say. Dangerous, maybe, but a little easier. <laughs> I feel like a big part of your job is to make the shopping experience more accessible. So how did you end up working with Tecovis in your current role? I am a born and raised proud Texan, and I moved to New York City for school and ended up staying there for nearly 10 years. When I was ready to move back and began looking for jobs, I was immediately drawn to Tecovis. Um, they're a company based in Texas and committed to providing that unique Southern hospitality experience that Texas is known for. And so I knew it was something that I wanted to be a part of. What do you love the most about your job, even on the day-to-day? The -day? 
the people, not just the people that I work with, but the people we get to interact with on a day-to-day basis. It's always something new and fun. And you get to make these really unique personal connections that I've never really experienced in another job before. Totally. Do you have those repeat customers that keep coming in every season for, for new gear, new editions of boots? Oh, for sure. Awesome. Every season we have customers that come in every day too. So it's really nice. That makes sense. It's it's a great place to hang out, actually. I would just go there and not, not buy anything, which I don't know if you appreciate. <laughs> it's, it's a good vibe. We love the company. That makes me feel better. To bring back uh, that word again, accessible, which I, I think is really key here. I so appreciate how accessible Tecovis makes buying boots and authentic Western gear. It really does feel like there's something for everyone and every style. What makes Tecovis so unique and inviting? How do you capture that vibe in everything you sell? What I love about our products is that we offer a variety of styles for everyone. So whether it's your first day wearing a pair of boots or you've been wearing them for 30 years, we have something for you. It's all about making Western accessible for everyone. So we have boots for the city cowboy. We have boots for someone who's working on the ranch every day. And it's just really how you took us. 100%. I know um, CityCast Houston's host Raheel came in and got a whole makeover. You were the person who actually helped them, right? Is that common where someone will come in and be like, I've never worn this type of gear before. Can you help me out? Like start me from square zero? It does. And that's basically what he said. He said, I'm not really a cowboy. I don't really dress Western. And so he was like, what do I wear? And then I said, let's find something that you feel comfortable in. And it's going to be Western, right? So we got him a pearl snap. We got him in some jeans and a cowboy hat. It was really fun. He looked great. I, I told him that. And there's photos up on our website. You can check him out. He looks at his Western best for sure. Obviously, we cannot be talking at a better time because as you know, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is happening right now. I feel like this is the perfect time to get decked out in your Western best. As a Texan, what do you love about the rodeo? And I am being a little self-serving here. <laughs> if I may ask you for a couple fashion tips, what is the ideal rodeo outfit? I've been going to the rodeo since I was a little girl, and every year it's the same. I just love the energy that it brings to the city. It is truly once-in-a-lifetime experience, so if you've never been, I definitely recommend it. And then my ideal rodeo outfit, I think, always starts with the right pair of boots, and then you just cannot go wrong with jeans, a classic pearl snap, and a cowboy hat. That sounds great, and one thing I love about your boots is they get worn in, and they, they really do feel as comfortable as my favorite sneakers, which I love, and I know there's ton of walking to be done at the rodeo. So that always helps. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Well, Mary, thanks again so much for being here. Check out tecovis.com to learn more and get ready for the rodeo. Or just head down to the Tecovis Rice Village or City Center locations. It is worth it for the smell alone. Trust me, we'll have that link for you in our show notes as well. So you're just a click away. Thanks for listening, everyone. And go buy some boots. You deserve it. That was Will Fulton with Mary Martinez. You can learn more about Tacovis with the links in our show notes. Now let's get to our Tacovis tip of the day. Rodeo Week continues on CityCast Houston, and I'm dropping some Tacovis tips for you on how to enjoy the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo like a pro. Now, if you've ever tried to meet up with friends inside the rodeo grounds, well, you know it's basically impossible, right? Because there's thousands of people 
all around the fairgrounds and you've barely got cell service. So if you're planning to link up with people, always designate a meeting spot beforehand. And don't say we're going to meet at the Ferris wheel because there are multiple Ferris wheels inside the rodeo grounds. Trust me, I've been burned by this before. My advice is to meet up inside NRG Center at a specific exhibit hall. This takes all the guesswork out, and since there are multiple entrances, it should be convenient for everyone. I always tell my friends to meet me at Exhibit Hall E because it's right by the exit and close to all the food, which is obviously important to me if you've been listening. And with all that walking, it pays to have comfortable shoes, which is why I'm thankful for my Tacova's boots. Snag your own pair at the Rice Village or City Center locations today. And remember, don't go gently. <laughs> that will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. If you're going to be that person that wants to do it. Sorry, we lost your audio there. Hold on. Oh, my bad.